Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Hello and welcome once again to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern and I am so grateful to have my dear friend Crystal Wright back with me again. Crystal, this is your fourth week in Mark, my third week. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here. It's wonderful to see you. Thank you. Yes, and we've both had a couple busy weeks, so I'm glad that we actually could get together and record this. You know, busy is kind of the theme of this week too. So Jesus understood a thing or two about busy. And we're in Mark 6. We're going to focus on verse 31. Would you give us a little bit of context and just share a little bit of, you know, what's happening around the time of our verse this week so we can jump into some truth and some choice from this passage? Yeah, so we've been the last three weeks looking at miracles that Jesus performed as he was traveling around from village to village and teaching and healing. And the new development that we have since the last story that we did is that at this point in Jesus's traveling ministry, he's starting to send the disciples out on their own. He's sending them in pairs, two by two. He's sending them out and They are now teaching some of his message on their own, and the message had to do with repentance. And with that, they've been given the power and the authority to perform some of the same miracles that Jesus was performing. So they are getting to pray over people and see them healed from sickness. They actually have the power to cast out demons. So I think that's sort of the exciting new development at at this point in, in the gospel is that they've been watching. Watching Jesus's ministry, soaking it in. I imagine that they're repeating a lot of what they've heard Jesus, you know, teach, maybe some of the same parables. And now they're getting to experience the power of God through them to bring healing. So that's what's been going on. And right before our verse, they're all gathering back together. It's in verse 30. It talks about the, the apostles gathered back around Jesus and began to report to him all that they had done and all that they had taught. So I imagine them just being excited to come back and be like, Jesus, we did, you know, this happened. This person was healed. We saw this person set free. And that's the context of our verse today. Thank you, Crystal. And it's safe to say at this point in Jesus's ministry, he's incredibly popular and very well known, Mm -hmm. especially in Galilee. So this is a big to do everywhere he goes. There's so much excitement. There is such a high demand for getting your loved ones and yourself to Jesus. Everybody wants to see Jesus, meet with Jesus, touch Jesus, be touched Mm -hmm. by Jesus. Jesus can heal you. Jesus can save you. Jesus is the Messiah. So he is incredibly popular at this point in his ministry, and people are just thronging to see him. They They are aggressively seeking him out. So thank you for that context. And like you said, the disciples have all gone out and they've just come back. They're reporting to Jesus. And our verse of the week is Jesus responding to them coming back and reporting on their ministry. Then Jesus said in verse 31, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. 
Crystal, there are a lot of miracles. We've been talking about them the last three weeks. There are a lot of amazing things that Jesus said all through the New Testament, specifically Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But this verse to me is kind of like, stop. Just stop dead in your tracks, right? Jesus is saying, let's go away, just you and me, and let's rest and let's spend some time together. So everything that was for the apostles, everything that was for the disciples is for us now through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So this is an invitation that Jesus is also making to us. Hey, Crystal, hey, Crystal, let's go away, just you and me. Let's go to a quiet place where nobody else is around and let's just rest together for a while, just you and me. And I think the truth, Crystal, is that All of us need rest in different ways. Some of us are physically exhausted today. Some of us are emotionally exhausted. Some of us are spiritually exhausted. And I'm going to talk in a minute about what that means. But maybe you're all three. Maybe you're exhausted in all the ways. But but the reality is this: the timing of this verse, I know for, for both of us, is almost comical right now because we've been through the last two weeks have been something extra, especially this last week. I had my very, very dear, precious aunt and uncle visiting. It was supposed to be for one night. They were driving through. They live up in Portland. They were supposed to be driving from a wedding in Tahoe over to see my cousin and his family over in the Bay Area. So they were driving right through. They said, hey, we're going to stop and we're going to spend a night with you and then we're going to head on our way. Well, of course. Yes, (laughs) please. Well, that one night ended up being over a week because while she was here, my precious dear auntie went basically into a very, very scary heart emergency. We had to call the ambulance the first time early, early the morning they were supposed to leave, took her to the emergency room. They diagnosed her, gave her some medication, sent her home. Her heart condition got worse. So the next morning, Thursday morning, we called the ambulance at 2 o'clock in the morning this time. We were in the ER for 18 hours before they moved her into the hospital. And then it was a whole week of procedures and tests and medications. And it was very scary. It was very, very urgent because it was a heart condition that had not been diagnosed and had been you know, brewing for quite some time. And so I had literally a hotel going. I had relatives coming in and out of my home from all over, people staying with me, you know, taking people to the hospital, making Starbucks runs three, four times a day, trying to run to the store, pick up food, run out, figure out something for dinner. It was just nonstop chaos, really. And I, I'm meditating on this verse, knowing that we're going to record, and I'm laughing, going... <laughs> When are we going to get together to, to rest a while, Jesus? When is that going to happen? But it's such a precious promise because if we're honest, we all have weeks that feel like chaos. And that was just one of the situations I was walking through. There were two other family situations that I was walking through as well. And it was one of those weeks, Crystal, honestly, where it was like, Lord, this is too much. I, I can't do all of this and not sleep. I'm running on adrenaline. I'm not sleeping. I need some sleep. And, 
you know, the thing, Crystal, that he reminded me of walking through this past week is that even when we're not getting physical needs like enough sleep or enough food, we need to remember that we still have a choice whether or not we're spiritually feeding. Mm -hmm. So I might be exhausted physically. I might be exhausted emotionally because of a hard situation that I'm walking through. But the question becomes, how am I doing? Am I also spiritually exhausted? And that's what Jesus is inviting them into is spiritual rest. And it's interesting that Mark here is saying, Jesus is saying this because the apostles hadn't had time to eat. But in my spirit, I think it's more than they hadn't had time to eat some fish and some bread. I think the apostles were weary because they had been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And the truth for me in this passage is they needed some time with Jesus Mm -hmm. to recharge. Yeah. Not just recharge eating and sleeping, but recharge in Jesus's presence. You know, you and I are first and foremost spirit beings, Crystal. Everyone listening to this podcast, we're first and foremost spirit beings. We're made in the image of God. And so if we're not in his word, if we're not spending time with him, we're going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it's an exhaustion that no amount of sleep is yeah. going to touch. We need to be spiritually feeding. And when we're spiritually feeding, then we will also in due time get the sleep that we need, get the food that we need. But I love this picture because Jesus, to me, the truth in this passage is let's get away together because what you need even more than food is quality time with me. So what's the truth that you pull out, Crystal, from Mark 631? I felt mildly annoyed not very spiritual to say, (laughs) but I felt mildly annoyed when you shared with me that this was the scripture we were going to do because I felt my, I think my intense uh, week started about four days before your Mm. intense season hit. So I was just in the middle of a week. Mine wrapped up a little bit quicker than yours. So I got, and I thought, yeah, that's great. That's nice. Who gets that? Like, <laughs> who, who is in ministry is actually getting this because the needs are never ending. They mm-hmm. People's crises, their most vulnerable points don't come at convenient times. They don't come on my schedule. And I was having one of those weeks. And so I got to the truth by working through what was not true first. So I had to go through a process of saying, okay, What isn't true is God is not unkind. I'm not trying to say that with a double negative. So God, I had to work through though, okay, God is not unkind. God is not tricking his disciples. He's not a trickster. He's not saying, I'm going to promise you this rest and then take it away before you have a chance to experience it. He is not um, asking them to be martyrs. You know, I think that's one of the big lies in my life that God has worked through um, and continues to work through is this false belief that God needs me for ministry, but he doesn't care deeply about who I am or the desires of my heart. Like I'm useful for ministry. And that's just not true. And I think if you just read this verse initially, you could almost get that idea that, oh, it all sounds good that God's going to give you rest and take care of you and fill you back up. But is he really going to? And I think the disciples maybe had to work through some of that because even though 
the Lord is genuinely inviting them into his presence and into his rest. The follow-up to this verse is they get in a (laughs) boat together to go have this rest alone time with Jesus, and they get to the shore on the other side of the lake, and all the crowds have already rushed them and are just waiting there for more ministry, for more teaching, for more healing. And I could imagine, because this is what would go through my head, is, okay, Jesus, you know, it's never enough. When is it? When is it enough? When are, when do you care about our needs? And so as I had to work through that process myself, the truth I came to is God is so kind and he's so compassionate. And it was his compassion that gave his invitation to the disciples. And it is also his compassion that responded to the crowd that was already waiting for them on the other side. And there is enough of of Jesus to meet each one of our needs. There really is. And like you said, that rest was much more about their spirits being filled back up, being ministered to, than it probably was just about their physical tiredness or hunger from having been been traveling around and taking care of people. And so that's the truth is that there's, there's enough of Jesus to meet us exactly where we're at in our weakness and when we're at the end of ourselves and there's enough of him to keep serving and to keep loving. Mm-hmm. Crystal, thank you for being honest. You know, I can just see their faces. Like, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Great. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a nap and yeah. now there's another couple thousand L- people waiting large here. Crowd. Yeah. Thanks for the boat ride <laughs> to more opportunity. Yeah. But I think as we move into choice, it just piggybacks on everything that we've already shared. But it is so easy when we're exhausted. It is so easy when we have poured out in whatever capacity to start getting a little bit upset, frustrated, Mm -hmm. a little bit agitated. You know, I'm pouring out so much here. Who's pouring into me? You know, we start having Mm -hmm. thoughts of... A little bit of self-pity, mm-hmm. right? A little bit of entitlement. Like, I, I'm entitled to some rest. Like, I've been working so hard or I've been doing all these things. And I think it's just a reminder for all of us that if we are weary, then we have to go back to Jesus' invitation, not just here, but this dovetails so beautifully to his invitation in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Mm-hmm. Come to me, you're weary, just admit it. You're weary. You don't, you don't have to be embarrassed. Jesus is saying, come to me if you're weary, if you're carrying heavy burdens. Where are we going to get our rest? We're going to get our rest with him, he says. Yeah. And that's what he's saying here. Your rest is with me. Now, sometime you're going to rest with me and I'm going to ask you to keep giving. I'm going to ask you to keep serving. It's not like we're going to rest and take a nap together, but you're going to abide with me and you're going to remember I am giving you everything Mm -hmm. that you need. You know what? Sometimes it's the shift between I'm pouring out, I'm pouring out, I'm pouring out and remembering that it's him in you that's pouring out. It's that subtle. And I think that's the shift that our choice needs to be, Crystal. It's not that we're going to have this this expiration time. Like, okay, I've given all this. I don't have to give anymore. That's not realistic. If we're a parent, if we have a job, if we have responsibilities, and who doesn't? We all have responsibilities. We're always going to need to show up in different ways. But Jesus is saying, don't forget your rest 
comes from me. Your Mm -hmm. rest comes from abiding in me. Your rest comes from prioritizing being in the word and letting me fill you back up. Don't forget that. Your choice is you're going to continue to pour out, but are you believing today that you're in your super strength or pouring out all of this wisdom and, you know, all of this compassion and kindness and service over your family, your friends, your loved ones, or the people that surround you, your neighbors, or are you saying, Jesus, you're doing this through me Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to run out because I'm abiding in you and I know it's all you in the first place. Mm -hmm. So that's the choice. And I feel like your choice is going to be very similar to that because like I said, it all ties together. But I think our choice has to be remembering that when we are going off with him to a quiet place, that can mean spiritually we're with him in a quiet place, meaning in a peaceful place. And we're going to continue to serve from there. It might not just look like, oh, we get to go take a nap now. And so we're going to choose to not be resentful or bitter when Jesus asks us to keep serving because Because if he asks us to keep serving, then with that comes the promise. He's going to continue to give us what we need to serve. Mm -hmm. So Crystal, what is the choice that you would encourage all of us to make this week? Yeah, the same as what you've said. And I would maybe add to it that the choice really is about trust. Because if I trust Jesus, his heart for me, and I know he has love and compassion for others as well, then I can lean in to him for more help for what I need in those moments and trust that he is going to supply that need. I think I got to experience that this last couple of weeks because I had to keep leaning into him and I was exhausted and he did show up and I had some of the best moments and conversations with some of the women that I serve just in this last week because I was so depleted and I was leaning into Jesus. And through that, the Holy Spirit ministered to me because it is his work, right? It's not Crystal's work that's coming out. It's his. And so I think we have to keep trusting him and keep leaning in. And he he does show up and he, and he is enough. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the question then becomes, well, what is rest? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think for us, as spirit-filled believers, maybe we need to reframe what rest is. Yeah. You know, rest is not just laying on the couch with... Or retirement. <laughs> with Netflix, you know, mm-hmm. and the sparkling water. I, You know, if you really go back, and I encourage everyone listening to this to go back and look at Mark 6 again, starting in verse 30, you have this progression, right? And Crystal, you spoke to it earlier, but I think it bears repeating. Jesus is inviting them to rest, but then they get to this huge crowd. But don't you think it's remarkable that they've been out ministering without Jesus, right? They Mm -hmm. went away two by two, and then they come back to Jesus and Jesus is saying, let's go rest together. But when they get to the other side, what happens? Jesus is teaching again. So the disciples, aren't they also, they were listening Mm -hmm. to Jesus teach. What if that's their rest is hearing from Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. And they got to see. Yes, go ahead. I was saying they got to see another amazing miracle. Right. Right. And I don't want to miss the miracles because I think I need to be at home with my feet up on the couch, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it's not just a choice this week. It's also the question, what's rest? Mm -hmm. For us, rest is 
where is Jesus? That's where I'm at. What is Jesus saying? That's what I'm listening to. What is Jesus doing? That's what I want to participate in. That's what rest is. So he is actually in a roundabout way, making good on his promise because he said, let's go to a quiet, well, the quiet, it wasn't so quiet, but it was a deserted place out of town. And he said, let's go rest a while. So Jesus is really the only one who didn't rest. The disciples actually got to sit down. They got to listen to him with the crowd and they got to watch him perform miracles. And really the only thing they had to do was, you know, feed feed the crowd with the magic fish and the magic loaves <laughs> so you know that really wasn't a lot of heavy lifting on their part they got to you know see the 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 magic and the miracle of the loaves and the fishes so i think that is as we go into this week with that choice it's also just kind of reframing what what does my rest look like this week what is my rest found in is it hours of sleep that i get or is it quality time with jesus is it time away from the world and people needing me and the demands and the responsibilities? Or is it hearing what Jesus says to me directly to ease my weariness and my burden that I would find my rest in him? So Crystal, thank you so much. Really good, valuable insight. And thank you again for being vulnerable and sharing the craziness that you've walked through <laughs> because it gave you some really good insight into this passage. Would you close us in prayer? Father, we come to you and we just confess that we do need rest. We are not all powerful. We don't have strength of our own. We need your rest. We need the kindness and the compassion of Jesus every moment of the day, breathing into us, lifting us up, filling us up, guiding our steps and giving us hope, Lord. And so thank you. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you that you see each one of us, Lord. I pray for those that are listening that maybe feel that you've left them out there alone to struggle right now. Lord, we know that that is not true and you are present. And I pray, Lord, that you would just bless them, that you would show up in their life, that you would pull them not necessarily out of their circumstances, Lord, but that you would pull them close to you and to your heart and that they would find rest for their souls. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyender. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org. 